The Bible does not mention me directly or indirectly. Yet, you know with certainty that I existed. How? Because you know my daughter Mary existed. I'm a Jewish mother. I have Jewish mother dreams that my child finds the perfect husband and that my grandchildren are special. Is there anything better than that? Mary was a young girl living in the small village of Nazareth. Her parents would have certainly gone to great lengths to protect her physical well-being and her reputation from the day she was born. As her marriage to Joseph drew near, she would expect them to redouble their efforts. There are other early writings about me, but the Bible is silent. Think of me as a typical Jewish wife and mother, more family-oriented than the Roman mothers of my time. But I guess wives and mothers from anywhere at any time have a lot in common, especially when it comes to loving our children and grandchildren. My husband and I are both from the tribe of Judah. When Joshua conquered the Promised Land, the tribe of Judah possessed the hill country south and west of Jerusalem, and the coastal plain and the desert all the way to Egypt. Since the return of the Jews from Babylon over four centuries ago, many Jewish people have been mobile and don't live strictly in ancestral lands. My husband and I are examples of that. We live in Nazareth, in the area originally granted to the tribe of Zebulun. In modern time, the population of Nazareth is somewhat less than 100,000, with the majority being Arabic. In my time, Nazareth has less than 500 residents, virtually all Jewish. Small enough that you know almost everybody and large enough to have a synagogue in a town water well. Like all towns in Israel, we can look around and see the locations of many Old Testament stories. Nazareth, perched on a hillside, we can see many miles in some directions. To the west is Mount Carmel, where Elijah was victorious over the false prophets of Queen Jezebel and King Ahab. Not too far to the south is Megiddo, the famous city that housed the chariots of King Solomon. A little bit further south is the spring of Harad, where Gideon launched his victorious campaign over the Midianite hordes. It sits below Mount Gilboa, where King Saul was defeated and killed by the Philistines. Directly below us is a spur of the trade route named Way of the Sea. We see the brightly colored camels and traders shuttling wares back and forth from Egypt to Damascus. Isaiah? Isaiah spoke of our little location, the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will honor the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The trade route runs in a valley, the Jezreel Valley. There are many stories in the Bible involving the Jezreel Valley, but my favorite is the story of Deborah, the judge and prophetess. Deborah wanted Barak to lead the battle against Sisera, who was oppressing the Israelites. Barak, though a general, was reluctant. He wanted Deborah to lead. Deborah told him a woman would get the credit for winning the battle. 
I love to tell that story to my daughter. Mary, our only daughter. Mary is the light of our lives. From her birth, my husband and I would inundate her with scripture. She loves the Lord more than anyone I have ever known. She's completely obedient to us as parents and to the Lord. We've so completely protected her that I'm a little concerned about her future. For about 15 years now, we've never let her out of the house without being accompanied by me or my husband. Mary is the definition of a good girl. We trust her completely. In a small town like Nazareth, even the slightest stumble can ruin a girl's reputation, keep her from getting a good husband. Very soon, we will no longer be concerned about that. Mary is recently betrothed to Mary Joseph. <laughs> Joseph. Truly a godsend to us. In a village of only a few hundred, you can't expect to find a man who is so God-fearing and gentle. Oh, he's a skilled craftsman. He makes a decent living. Betrothed. That is a word important to us in Nazareth. Betrothal is a solemn contract between two families, not just two individuals. It's a, an agreement that two individuals would get married. At the time of the contract, the future groom pays a price to the future bride's parents. The contract is so binding that if the wedding is called off, the couple has to obtain a divorce. I am proud to say that in the history of our village, no betrothal has ever been broken prior to marriage. Testament to how we revere betrothal. About the only thing that could cause that to happen is if the woman were to get pregnant. But the broken betrothal would be the least of their worries. We are ultra conservative here in our little village. Because of committing fornication and adultery, the woman would be in danger of being stoned to death. That can't happen. Not in our case. Mary is never left alone with Joseph. We see to that, or any other man prior to her wedding for that matter. In a small village, in a small house, it's not hard for her father and me to accomplish. There's another reason that the marriage of our Mary and Joseph is extra special. Joseph is a descendant of David. Luke, the New Testament writer, makes that clear. Although it is not absolute, many scholars believe that Matthew indicates that Mary is a descendant of David as well. Either way, their children will be counted as descendants of King David. If their firstborn child is a son, he will qualify to be the Messiah that all Jews are waiting for. It probably won't be. It hasn't happened yet after hundreds of years of waiting, but it's exciting to even be in that category, don't you think? Speaking of possible, or shall I say impossible, some months ago, Elizabeth and Zachariah were visited by the angel Gabriel, their relatives on my side. Gabriel said they would have a child, a son. They're supposed to name John. That's not even a family name, but that's not all. They are so far past childbearing ages that no one believed their story. Sure enough, Elizabeth is pregnant. I guess we'll have to find out if they have a son in a few more months, and if they do, I bet you can guess what they'll name him. I dream that Elizabeth does have a son named John. 
a prophet, a great prophet, the messenger that is to come before the Messiah, even a symbolic Elijah that is to come. I dream that Mary and Joseph will have a baby within the first year of their marriage. That baby will be a son who grows up to be a great military leader, maybe like Judah Maccabee. He will be the savior who delivers the Jews from our Roman overlords. I dream that I will live long enough to see that happen, to watch my grandson be the leader of the nation of Israel, just like his distant relative, King David. For a Jewish mother in my time, there is nothing that could possibly be better than that.